0: Welcome to Getting Salty Tank Talk, where we get our feet wet weekly. When most think of clownfish, they almost immediately recall the movie Finding Nemo and the clownfish that were featured there. Nemo was a clownfish from the species A. ocellaris, or Amphiprion ocellaris. That being said, and because the ocellaris clownfish may be one of the aquarium industry's most popular marine fish, we will mainly be focusing on this one moving forward. As for the other types of clownfish, they are generally broken into six groups or complex with more on the way all the time since hybrid breeding has been gaining more and more popularity. The current complex are as follows. Percula complex, maroon complex, clarky complex, saddleback complex, tomato complex, and the skunk complex. All there are dozens of types of clownfish with hundreds of color morphs, Here are some of the most common options within the amphiprion genus. You have the Ocellaris Clownfish, which we are going to speak about further, the Black Ice Ocellaris Clownfish, the Black and White Ocellaris Clownfish, the Snowflake Ocellaris Clownfish, the Midnight Ocellaris Clownfish, the True Percula Clownfish, and last, the Semi-Picasso Percula Clownfish. Again, just to name a few. To focus back on our friend Nemo, with the bright and beautifully orange body adorned with pearly white bands outlined in black, their look immediately distinguishes the Ocellaris clownfish from others. This member of the Pomacentridae family is an excellent addition to almost any saltwater aquarium system. Now, what makes this specific variety even more appealing to aquarists is the fact that most Ocellaris clownfish are captive bred these days to help protect the fragile reef environments around the world. The captive bred Ocellaris clownfish has other unique advantages over wild harvested species as well. For one, the captive bred clownfish is very hardy and more accustomed to conditions found in the home aquarium setting. Therefore, it makes a great choice for beginning and seasoned aquarists alike. The Ocellaris clownfish can also be kept with a variety of other captive bred clownfish, if introduced into the aquarium at the same time. Now, it can be done if they are introduced later, but it is not as easy. Now, the Ocellaris clownfish is very easy to breed in the home aquarium as well. The females will be the largest of the pair, and the two fish will generally stay close to each other. The Ocellaris clownfish, being an egg layer, will deposit the eggs on a flat surface and defend the eggs from other tank mates at all costs, usually very aggressively. The eggs will normally hatch in 7 to 10 days, depending on water temperatures. Now the fry must be reared in a separate aquarium in most instances and on a diet of rotifers followed by baby brine shrimp since they do need a diet small enough that they can consume. This clownfish, as with most others, is an aggressive eater. It will accept most meaty foods and frozen herbivore preparations once past the initial fry stage. The Ocellaris Clownfish is actually also a member of the damsel group, also known as the False Percula Clownfish, False Clown Anemone Fish, and Anemone Demoiselle. This fish is sometimes sold as the Percula Clown, even though it is not. The color pattern is very similar, but it is not as bright orange, and there are other subtle differences. The captive bred Ocellaris is usually significantly lighter in coloration and is often missing one or more stripes. It may also have non-symmetrical stripes on the side of its body, making the captive bred Ocellaris clownfish unusual and appealing to most hobbyists. The coloration of these fish will actually darken to a very nice solid orange with age. In nature, clownfish live in symbiosis with certain anemones, where each member provides a benefit to the other. The clowns, of course, help the host by vigorously chasing off intruders, cleaning it, and even feeding it sometimes. In return, the host anemone protects the clownfish with its stinging tentacles, tentacles that only clownfish seem to be immune to. In nature, many clowns will live with the same anemone, but only one will be dominant. That dominant fish will most always be a female and all the rest will be males. In the aquarium, you may or may not provide an anemone for your clownfish as it's not always needed. Now they will readily adapt and may even use other coral, other invertebrate or a rock structure as a substitute if there is no anemone available. If you do choose to include an anemone, it will need lots of lighting. A good system that offers three to five watts per gallon and preferably with some blue spectrum provided by actinic light bulbs or higher temperature metal halide lighting is best. Now there are certain types of anemones that each type of clownfish is found with in nature and the particular host anemones are listed with each clownfish in various guides that can be found online. So I won't go through all of them now since there are tons. However, many clowns will readily adopt other types of anemones in the home aquarium. Although there are over 1,100 types of sea anemones, currently, only these 10 species are known to host clownfish in the home aquarium. You have the adhesive sea anemone, the bubble tip anemone, which most of us are familiar with, the beaded sea anemone, the sea bay anemone, which is another popular anem, the magnificent sea anemone, the delicate sea anemone, another popular one would be the long tentacle anemone, you have the giant carpet anemone, the saddle anemone, and last, Merton's carpet anemone. This is Drew with Arizona Reef and Frag Group, and of course, in Salty Tank Talk, hoping that you enjoyed learning a little more about the clownfish and we will see you next week as we get our feet wet with another episode of Gettin' Salty Tank Talk. Thanks, and don't forget to see additional links in the description for more information. Next week, let's take a look at a beautiful representation from the wrasse family, the Pink Margin Fairy Rass. Thanks for stopping by again, and see you then. everything right there. I wanted to kind of give you guys an early little bit of info about something coming up at the end of July that we're going to tentatively call like a Christmas in July type of event. As many of you know, in addition to doing this new podcast, Getting Salty Tank Talk, I also run a local reef group here in Arizona called Arizona Reef and Frag Group with a tremendously huge community of wonderful people. And guess what? We've recently just surpassed 2,500 local members. So congratulations to the community as a whole. And as a thank you, a lot of the local stores and suppliers and such have decided to reach out and offer some gifts to give back to the community. We're talking stuff like a brand new Turbell 6065 a new Kessel A150W, two different $75 gift cards, two different $50 gift cards, a $200 LPS pack to a location, and an $80 gift certificate to somewhere else. So a ton of stuff, and I'm sure there will be more coming in. So keep your eyes peeled to the group for posts giving you updates on what you might need to do in order to get yourself qualified to get some of these prizes. Thanks again, and let's get back to those credits.